Hello and welcome to the Conscious Entrepreneur Podcast, the place to be for visionaries, conscious entrepreneurs, and enlightened leaders who know they are here to not only make an impact in the world, but to leave their divine legacy, touching the minds and hearts of everybody that they encounter, and to leave the world a better place. My name is Cody Ann Smith, and I am the host of this podcast. I help visionaries and leaders like you tap into your higher purpose so that you can ignite your gifts in the world and share them in everything that you do, creating more purpose, peace, and prosperity in both your life and your business. You can think of this podcast as your hub for inspiration, motivation, divine wisdom, insights, and so much more. If this sounds good to you, tune in because I know that you're here to have massive breakthroughs and I can help you do that. Hello and welcome back to the Conscious Entrepreneur Podcast. Thank you so much for your gift of presence. It really means the world to me that you guys are spending your time learning, growing, and expanding with me. So thank you so much. I want to honor you right here before we even get started. So today I'm feeling the call to talk about ascension and talk about our awakening process. And the thing is, is that so many people are on different levels. So I'm going to do my best for this to appeal to each of you at whatever level that you are at. Now, I know that there's a lot of information on the internet right now. We are in the information age. You can literally Google anything and find whatever it is that you're looking for most of the time. So when it comes to awakening, it can be really confusing especially when you first start to awaken to the fact that, hey, I have a higher purpose here and it's not just to be mediocre. And I'm not saying being mediocre is bad. What I'm saying is that it's not your path and you know it. And that's why you're awakening to more of who you truly are. And it can be a confusing time. Maybe you're asking yourself things like, what is the point in life? Why am I even here? I feel this calling inside of me, but I have no idea what to do with it. Usually in the beginning, you just sense that calling. And then synchronicities and the universe start sending you messages. And that's when you really start to wake up. You're like, okay, why am I seeing 1111 and 444? And everywhere I go, I see triple digits or numbers that are just sticking out to me or messages And those are your guides. Those are your angels and guides trying to get your attention so that you stop and pause and listen to what the message is. This can be a really exciting time and this can be a very frightening time because you start to notice that other people are not noticing what you notice and then it makes you second guess yourself. I strongly believe that a lot of psychology and the way that we treat people who come in with mental illness, for example, are just given a label for their own awakening. Awakening is actually a gift. So yes, we have to pass through some challenges and yes, we have to learn some lessons, but why? Because it evolves us. This earth is basically a school. Yeah, we can learn the things in the other dimensions because we are multidimensional beings. But here at Earth, we have the opportunity to learn things and evolve at a much faster rate. And the reason for this is because of duality. So we have polarity, which is basically the same thing. Yin and yang, black and white, 
we have contrast. Through that contrast, we are able to become an integrated being. But when we are not on this earth plane in this three-dimensional space, we no longer experience duality, at least in the same way, because we don't have time and space. Time and space is what separates or gives off the illusion of separation so that we can learn the lessons much quicker because everything is a mirror. If you are just living in the spiritual realm, then you don't have that contrast. And here on earth, we have our senses, we have our emotions, we have all these different bodies that are helping us evolve at a way quicker pace than we could without these extra bodies that are helping us. So when we come here in this lifetime, we forget who we truly are. And that's just part of the game. That's part of the earth school. Because if you came here knowing everything that you already had gathered through past lifetimes or whatever, then you would be so overwhelmed that you wouldn't even know where to start. Our bodies, our mental, emotional, and physical bodies give us a barrier between all that overwhelm. And it's just part of the journey that we forget who we truly are so that we can learn and grow and expand by learning more lessons that we have not learned yet. And we can also look at it as a means of refinement. So as a species, because this is more than just an individual journey. This is a journey for our entire species. So we volunteer to go to earth, learn our lessons, and then hopefully we answer the call. And then we live out our soul's purpose. And that creates lifetimes of advancement for the soul. And right now, our planet is very unbalanced. We have systems that have been created with the void of spirituality in a very spiritual world. Now, it doesn't mean that it doesn't have spirituality in them. It just means that they don't realize it. And they're not involving their higher purpose into what we're doing as a system, as a species. And this is creating chaos from everywhere we look. So as lightworkers and healers, you and I have signed up to come here to learn these lessons so that we can embody the highest version of ourselves so that we can give back to humanity in that way. So that we can build the new earth. So that we can build the new systems. But in order for us to reach that potential, it always takes a journey. And that journey is known as the hero's journey. The hero's journey is where you're living in your mundane life, right? Sometimes it's what's mundane for one (laughs) might be total chaos for another person. But let's just say that you're living your what you know as normal life before something happens and you get your call in one way or another. Sometimes it's a health problem. Sometimes it's a divorce. Sometimes it is addiction. Sometimes you lose somebody. Sometimes you just hear a call. And then when you answer that call, you go on an adventure. And sometimes we don't answer that call. And when we don't answer that call, things get even darker. 
And I believe that this is where the dark night of soul can come in. And if you don't know what that is, the dark night of soul is basically where you're questioning your entire life. You're questioning your existence. You're not even sure what's the difference between up and down sometimes. But then you go into that darkness and you go into whatever it is that has called you out of your mundane life. And then you learn lessons. You go into the darkness and then you bring back the light. You bring something back, a gift for humanity. And most of the time, I mean almost every time, if you're on the same path here, is that your biggest journey here is to become your highest self, to become your divine self in this lifetime. What happens during that journey is you realize the truth of who you are. You start stripping back all the stories, all the things that you once thought that you were, and then you step into who you truly are. And that is where your purpose comes in. So your purpose isn't necessarily that you're going to be a doctor. Your purpose isn't necessarily that you're here to be a teacher. I mean, it can be. It can flow out in that way. But your real purpose is the quality that you bring to that career. It's always an internal job. And you will always be asked to step out and do something that you are afraid to do. Because part of it is releasing what's no longer serving you. And in order to evolve into your next level, it's going to take you to do something that you've never done before. Entrepreneurs are busy. We have so many tasks that we're trying to accomplish. And a lot of the time, we don't have time to sit down and read a book. But we want that knowledge. We want to feed our mind. You know how important it is to always be learning and growing. So today, I wanted to offer you a free subscription over at Audible. And when you join today, you'll have a 30-day free trial and you will also get your very first book for free. You can't beat that, right? Free stuff is always amazing. Click the link below to start your free trial and get your free book now. Now let's get back to the show. But when you start answering the call, that's when magic starts to flow to your life. That's when you start to meet the people that feel like you've known them forever. That's when you start to step into what fulfills you. But it is a process. And it's important to know that during your process, there are multiple steps that happen. You know, first you're discontent with your life and then you go on an exploration and then you might think that you found the thing or have a breakthrough and then something else is going to happen and it's this constant up and down. And sometimes you wonder if you're doing the right thing. And that's absolutely normal. That's absolutely okay. There's a moment in a time where you start to seek answers and you're wondering what the higher meaning of your life is. And when this happens, you go searching. But what I have experienced, and I don't know if it's going to be the same for you, but when I was searching so hard, my purpose eluded me every single time. And it's because I was trying so hard to find something that I was actually pushing it away. So if you find yourself in that seeking for answers or seeking for meaning, then maybe if you haven't found it, maybe 
you are experiencing the same thing I did where you're actually pushing it away. And what I had to do in order to stop pushing it away was to surrender to where I am right now. Always knowing that you are exactly where you're meant to be right now will always, always lead you further in your awakening. Because breakthroughs happen when you're not actively looking for them. It happens in that clear mind. It happens when you allow the light to come into your being. You're quite literally breaking through old conditioning and old patterns. It's like a lightning bolt that just jolts you. I mean, maybe not physically, but you can almost sense that something just kind of comes in and just illuminates your brain and then you have an aha moment. And that aha moment leads you to the next step. And then you get, you hit a plateau eventually. And then you have to surrender again and you're going through these ups and downs and then you have another breakthrough. This is truly a journey. And if you are experiencing this level right now, I want to reassure you that this is normal. And that you haven't fallen from grace or anything like that. It's part of the process. Remember, we're dealing with duality. And when we have duality, we have ebbs and flows and ebbs and flows. And that is what keeps us growing. Could you imagine if you didn't have that title coming in and out and you just stayed stagnant? You would not be satisfied with that. And you would not learn and grow. So... Part of your spiritual awakening is to fall again. And when you do, the best thing you can do for yourself is to allow yourself to be where you are and to remind yourself that you are always exactly where you are meant to be in this moment. Eventually, what's going to happen is that you are just sick of it and you're like, okay, I'm just doing all the inner work that I can so that I can advance, so that I can integrate myself. Because what happens after these stages, or I mean, through these stages, I'm not saying after because I don't really think that there is an after. And I don't think that they come linear. I think that they can come as they do. And it's up to us to navigate that. But we're always reaching new levels. And we're always awakening more to who we are. And it doesn't mean that we're adding things on. It usually means that we're stripping things away. And then eventually what we have to do, and multiple times, is that we have to apply exactly what we've been learning to our lives or else we'll not feel fulfilled. We won't be fulfilling our spiritual journey here if we aren't earthy. Remember, because we're not just spiritual beings. We're not just physical beings. We're both. And it's really tricky. So patience with yourself and compassion goes a long way during this process. So if you've experienced any of this, which if you're still listening to, listening to this, then I would assume that you have or that you are at least experiencing some of it. I want you to know that there are three main pathways to awakening. And the first way is through meditation. That is the right side of the brain. That's the very yin path. It's the effortless path where you just kind of are sitting and letting things flow and you're not really doing much with it. 
So there's not a lot of effort into what you're doing. The most effort will come from creating that flow, I guess. And then there's another path, and that's the path of concentration. So you're concentrating on what you do. You see this in yoga. You see this in Tai Chi, I believe is what it's called. You see this in a bunch of those kinds of modalities, and you notice that they're focusing. They're really concentrating on what they're doing, and it takes a lot of effort. That's the path of concentration. And then there's another path, and this is the path that I prefer. So it's always up to you to decide what works for you, but the path that I prefer is the path of contemplation, and that's the middle path. So it's a combination between meditation and concentration, but the concentration part and the meditation part, they're both like 50-50. So you're holding your concentration really lightly and you're also not letting your mind become too cluttered, right? So it's the middle path between meditation and contemplation. And I feel like I've had the most breakthroughs with that path. So for your personal awakening, it's going to be totally personal to you. And you can combine them. I use meditation, especially if my mind gets too cluttered and crowded and I have to release everything before I can even step into contemplation. Then, yeah, that is definitely something I do. And then when I do yoga, I typically like to do yin yoga, which is like a longer form of yoga so that... It's more of that meditative state and not so much of hatha yoga where you're really trying to almost work out when you're doing yoga. The way I prefer to do it is that gentleness, that gentle release, because that's what I need. That's what I require. So if you're interested in beginning a contemplative journey, I highly recommend this book by Richard Rudd, the author of The Gene Keys. He has a book called The Art of Contemplation, and it's a very short book, but it's a very powerful book when you apply these things to your life. And he talks about the three techniques because with contemplation, it's not really something that you just learn. It's something that happens inside of you, but you can use techniques to attain that state. Okay, so one of the first techniques he recommends is taking a pause. And that's really been a game changer for me. And when I began to start pausing, my entire life changed because I am a naturally fast-paced person. If you haven't noticed already, I talk fast. So on my podcast, I do my best to slow down. <laughs> Not always so successful with that, but I do slow down. And not only on here, but throughout my day so that I can totally pause. And then I allow whatever is there to be acknowledged. So from there, you pivot, right? You acknowledge something inside of yourself. And then from there, you can kind of pivot that. So the book gives some really, really good examples of that. I won't get into all of it here because for the sake of time, but I really highly recommend it. And then the last technique is merging. And there's more examples in the book with that as well. And what happens is it leads to a confirmation that you are 
actually stepping into a life of contemplation. And the confirmations that you have is that you begin to have insights into your life. You begin to have breakthroughs and then you also have epiphanies. So all of those are a little bit different as well. And the main goal here is to bring yourself fully back into your individuation, which is who you really truly are when your energy isn't scattered everywhere and when you truly remember who you are, what you came here for, and then you embody it and live it in your day-to-day life. So this awakening business is really a process and there's really no one workshop you can go to for awakening. It's a very, very highly personable thing and it's your journey. You came here with specific lessons and specific knowledge that you have to share with other people. You have talents and skills and it's just a matter of stripping back what you don't need anymore and then bringing forth the things that are being asked for you to bring to the surface. So rather you're just now starting on your awakening journey and you're noticing the signs and you know that you have a calling or if you already have been on this path for a while, allow yourself to be where you are because the universe makes no mistakes and you are always exactly where you're meant to be. I know it can be easy to wish that you were somewhere else. I do it all the time, but then I have to bring myself back and remind myself over and over again that I'm exactly where I'm meant to be and everything always happens in divine time. So I hope that this episode was enlightening for you. I hope that you enjoyed it. If you did enjoy it, please share it with a friend. It would really help this podcast out so much. And if you love this podcast, please head over to iTunes and leave a five-star written review because that will help so that other people can see this podcast as well. Thank you so much again for your time. And I cannot wait to talk to you guys on the next episode. Bye.